I guess I'm the teacher today, huh? <laughs> You're the center of attention. Hello. Go ahead. Yes, we're ready here. Okay, Rich, go. are you in? Good. You're live. All right, am I live? Well, you I'm fine. Are. And, uh, okay, and uh, please join us. Marcus on my uh, left and Jason Garrett, too, sitting up here. All right. Well, uh, great. And I hope this raspy voice, uh, uh, you can bear with it. But and I'm sorry I couldn't be there today. But uh, I'm in Minnesota where we're discussing the future of our player labor agreement with the NFL. And uh, uh, this uh, is a meeting that I was not able to miss. It does underscore the reason that we're having this press conference here today, because um, uh, uh, I didn't want to miss this press conference. On the other hand, uh, DeMarcus has some serious things that he's dealing with in the morning. Uh, this was the day for us to do it. But uh, uh, I think it's really only fitting that uh, we've uh, come to this agreement with DeMarcus in the middle of our team's draft preparation. Because I remember the draft like it was yesterday when we selected DeMarcus out of Boise State. And I got so much criticism for doing it. Uh, in 14, we traded a second round and a third round choice to move up 13 spots uh, to take a player that we thought was the player left on the board that had the juice to get to the passer. Uh, we felt he was a difference-making talent, and so we uh, made uh, uh, traded our second round to move it up. A lot of people thought we paid too much to get him, and uh, uh, here we stand with a guy that's about to be uh, the highest-paid player in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, he's earned it, uh, and I'll tell you this, I think the draft day maneuvering was worth it. Uh, I can't uh, express... Uh, my, how impressed I am with the work that uh, uh, Stephen and your immediate staff did in uh, uh, working through this uh, with DeMarcus. Uh, uh, there was never a doubt that we were going to have DeMarcus on this team. Never. Uh, but uh, certainly uh, in order to get this deal done, it's a part of a major plan that we have to have the uh, talent that we have uh, here and to have that talent on the field as we look forward over the next uh, year, two years, three years, four years down the road. And so it had to be fit. It had to be massaged. Uh, but there was never a doubt that uh, uh, DeMarcus was going to be a part of the Dallas Cowboys. I congratulate you, DeMarcus. Uh, it is, I know, a huge thing in your life, uh, but I want you to know it's a big thing in uh, the life of the Cowboys and, and everybody that uh, is interested in the success of the Cowboys. Uh, I think both sides have walked away from this thing feeling good about it. Uh, that's what you do when you make agreements going in that uh, you're going to stay married and you're going to go forward. Mm -hmm. Nobody can put the britches on anybody uh, on either side. It doesn't work that way. It's got to work uh, on a going forward basis. And uh, I'm just so, so proud that, uh, uh, that an agreement like this allowed us, when an opportunity comes along, to get a Robert Quinn. Uh, an opportunity, a plan, also allows you that, in my experience, uh, uh, 
uh, we were able to get a Dion Sanders when he became available back when. And so the point is a plan not only takes care of your basic uh, structure, but it also gives you leaves the room to get an opportunity like we did last year when we got Cooper. So uh, with that, I'm going to pass this along to Stephen. But Stephen, outstanding job from your old dad. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll turn it over to you. Well, thank you, Jerry, and uh, obviously I appreciate everybody being here. And I'd also uh, like to thank uh, uh, DeMarcus's agent, David. Uh, he did a great job for you, I can assure you, of uh, getting uh, the very best deal he could for you. And uh, I appreciate the way uh, we did our business together there and did a great job for DeMarcus. And, uh, you know, other than that, uh, as Jerry said, we do have a plan, and uh, uh, we've got a lot of wood to chop going forward. Uh, we're thrilled about uh, where we are with the football team uh, at this stage as we head into the draft. It's a great time of year, uh, knowing that we're going to get better uh, through the draft as well. But certainly this is DeMarcus's day. Uh, he's got his family here, a uh, uh, great-looking young son over there. Uh, looks like he's going to be a player one day. But uh, appreciate you, DeMarcus, and uh, big day for the Cowboys. As uh, Jerry said, the highest-paid player in the history of the franchise now and so well-deserved, all the time, energy, and effort uh, he's put into his career. But uh, I think the future is even brighter, uh, both for uh, the Cowboys as well as DeMarcus. I'll, I'll turn it over. Oh, I'll let Jason go first, and then we'll leave DeMarcus for last. Yeah. The best for last. Um, I guess my only thing that I wanted to add is, you know, we've talked a lot about what we want our team to look like and uh, the kind of team we want to be, offense, defense, kicking games, special teams, how we want to play, and then the kind of guys are going to help us get there. We've talked a lot about cornerstone players building this team through the draft with these guys that are going to be here through their first contract and their second contract, be here for 10 years and represent everything that we want. And there's no doubt in our minds that DeMarcus Lawrence is one of those guys. And, you know, I thought Jerry was great. Uh, it, it was vivid in my mind when I walked into this room reflecting back on draft day when you came out and, and us, you know, kind of adamantly saying we got to go get this guy uh, because he is. We felt like he was an elite rusher, one of the guys that was going to represent exactly how we wanted to play. And to me, there are so many examples of that throughout his career um, of, of, of being the kind of guy that we want, a leader on our team um, to represent really the values of our team and be one of these guys. The adversity he had early in his career and how he came back from that a number of different times, played through some tough, challenging situations uh, to be one of the elite defensive linemen in the National Football League. And again, he's the guy who's the leader up front on our defense, really one of the great leaders on our defense and throughout our team who does things the right way, certainly a cornerstone player. We want to be here for a long, long time. All right, first off, I want to say, you know, thank you to the Mr. Joneses, um, you know, thank you to David, um, and basically thank, thanking God for um, just putting me into this position in my life um, today. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, it's just truly a blessing just to be here. Um, you know, thank you to my fiance for seeing me through the rough times also, um, you know, and thanks to my kids also. Um, but, it's, I mean, like, I'm just, amazed that you know i'm here today um like like jerry said you know looking back five years ago like um you know i was fresh coming into the league like i ain't know what to expect and i ain't you know know how to you know handle the business of you know being a professional football player and you know it's like it was yesterday and now i'm here today um 
you know, signing this huge contract. It's just amazing just to be in to this, you know, spot and um, just to be a cowboy and, you know, to be able to be back with my boys. Um, I know the hot boys is waiting for me. Um, I've been waiting to get back with them. Um, just waiting to get back, you know, on that field. So um, just truly blessed and truly thankful. Questions? Marcus, obviously the, the contract reflects how you're regarded, not just by this organization, but around the league as, as far as the player. How important is that respect around the league? And, and how important was it for you to be able to do that here rather than go somewhere else to get that respect? Right. Yeah, it was very important. Um, you know, that's that's one thing um, players don't like to see, you know, um, people with, you know, less talent or, you know what I'm saying, um, less playmaking skills, getting paid more than them. So, um, like I said, it was truly a blessing um, to be able to get this deal done and um, to be a Cowboy for a long term. What was the conversation like between when you got involved that everybody kind of says that kind of changed the tenor of where everything was? Mm -hmm. What was that like for you to hear from Steven and Steven to hear from you? Right. Um, I feel like it was great, you know, just to hear um, Steven's um, standpoints of, you know, how he's viewing the contract and also, you know, Dave's and, you know, just basically to hear all of us, you know, come together and be like, okay, like, we have a meeting ground. This is where you're at, this is where I'm at. You know, let's just meet in the middle, you know, get it done. And, um, you know, once that conversation took place, um, we still had our ups and downs, you know, that's just all about negotiation. But um, it was, you know, it was actually faster than what I thought. You know, I'm like, all right, yeah, we talked. So, like, you know, the weekend's coming up. I probably, you know, get something about on Monday or something, you know. But, um, you know, it just went back and forth. And it was like, man, we here, you know. And that's when all the butterflies came, man. Did you ever worry about it not getting done? Maybe how disappointed or how frustrated that you get it one point? Uh, well, I got a little frustrated. Um. You know, the first deal, it was not what I wanted it to be. But, um, you know, like, that's what, you know, David was, you know, coaching me through. Um, like I said, like, I'm fresh into, you know what I'm saying, coming into um, a moment like this in my life, um, especially negotiating a, a contract. Um, so, like, I mean, like like I said, like, it, we had our ups and downs. Um, you know, I ain't know when the contract was going to get done, honestly, um, until, you know, we got on that phone call together. And that's when I think, you know, that changed the momentum. What would it be to you to have someone like Stephen Jones get on the phone with you and have this come-to-Jesus meeting of sorts where you guys could sort of air out both sides and, and try to get this done? Because I know that's something that you wanted to get accomplished. Correct. Uh, I meant a lot. Uh, man, Daddy's, you know, dedicated to, you know, getting me back here um, in the facility and um, getting me back to playing football for the Cowboys. Um, you know, once you get a second franchise tag, you know, placed on you, um, like signals can go everywhere. Like, all right, like they really don't want you long term. Like, you know, what are they, you know, trying to really do? Like, you know, so like I was stuck in a rock and hard place. Like the first franchise tag already is hard enough, you know, um, just to play on that. So, um, like, it, like I said, it was truly a blessing, you know, just to be able to get on that phone call and, you know, hear everybody's standpoints. How much did you watch Lady on Bell's situation last year because he was franchised? Second time. You ain't got to worry about that. It wasn't going to be no Le'Veon situation. I'm not skipping 20 mil for nobody. Well said. Oh, man, it's, it's amazing, you know. Uh, like, I got drafted, you know, um, 
two days before he was born. And so, like, I was coming out here for a rookie minicamp, and, um, like, Sasha called me, and it's like, like, goons on the way. Like, I'm like, oh, man, like, I got to get back, you know. So I actually missed his birth, but, um, you know, just to have him in my life and, you know, just to be around him every day to see him grow, um, it's amazing. And, you know, just what this contract is going to do for him and his kids um, long term, you know, after I'm dead and gone, it's just, you know, a lot to take in and uh, just very humbled by it. How much did you think about where you've come from in South Carolina and growing up to be in this spot right now with this franchise? Say it again. How much have you thought about where you've come from growing up in South Carolina, Chico, Boise, all this stuff, and where you are now? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it crosses my mind every now and then, but it's like, it's so much, like, I have to take in. Um, so much going on around me. Like, and so much that just happened, you know, it's so much that's still going to happen. I got to get surgery tomorrow. I got to still plan for a wedding, you know, like, like, it's like so much going on in my life and it's, you know, all for the better, you know, don't get me wrong, but it's still, you know, stressful, you know, so uh, I really ain't have, you know, the time to sit back and reflect on, you know, everything that I've been through. Can you talk about the surgery tomorrow and, and what that entails and will you be ready for the start of the season? <clears throat> i definitely be ready for the start of the season. I ain't worrying about that. It's just getting it up, done and over with. That's all it is. Marcus, you said earlier you're ready to get back with the Hot Boys. How have they been throughout this entire situation? Well, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, they've been aggravating me. Like, bro, like, all right, like, what's the deal? Like, we heard this. I'm like, dude, like, no, just calm down. Like, ain't nothing happening yet. So, like, all right, bro, like, like, come on, bro. We about to get started. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, I can't do nothing yet. So just be patient. So I'm just glad, you know, you know, we all went through, you know, everything, and now it's over. And you know, I can get back with them, go to work. All right. Oh man, you know, like when I first came into the league, you know, Robert Quinn was, you know, beasting in it, and um, over there in L.A. Well, he was in St. Louis at the time, but. Um, like, you know, it's just basically truly a blessing, you know, to have another, you know, end that can threaten the quarterback and be able to put that pressure on the quarterback. I mean, you know, like you can never have, you know, too many rushers on your team, um, you know. Um, so it's truly a blessing to have Robert Quinn on the other side and, you know, to, to be able to, you know, help me and help the other guys up front um, put pressure on the quarterback. Steve, we talked about uh, wanting to get you done, but also wanting to have enough money to, to sign other guys. Can you just talk mm -hmm. about you know, that thought process of trying to get all, get what you deserve, but also make sure that you could have enough, you know, for you guys to put a Super Bowl win on the field. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's not my, you know, concern. That's Steven's job. Like, I have a job to that's play exactly football. That's exactly what you told me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my only obligation is to go out every Sunday and make sure I'm ready and top-notch shape to make the plays necessarily for our team to win. That's my only job. You talked earlier about just how amazed you are to be here now with all this. Does it still register when, like, Jerry and Steven are talking about how you're the highest paid player in Cowboys history? When you think of all the players, what, what do you think when you hear that? Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like, I have so many emotions going on right now. Like, it's, it's hard, you know, for me to, you know, just take it in. Um, like, it's... I'm just blessed, you know, just to be in this position in my life. Like, 
you know, through all my surgeries, you know, through all my highs and lows of, of my life, you know, and like, it's just humbling just to be in this position and really just to be able to like, thank God for everything that he put me through. I mean, like, like, you know, going through everything, through the back surgeries and stuff, um, I thought my career was over, you know, before I even, you know, made a couple of sacks. I thought, like, I never see this day. So, like, I'm just blessed just to be here, you know, let alone just take everything in on. It's a lot. <laughs> Stephen, Jerry talked about the trade you guys made to get him uh, in moving up. Was it difficult to do a deal with the Redskins, <clears throat> a rival, you know, a division rival and things like that? I don't know how many you've done with them yeah, in the past. It usually doesn't happen. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, when you're doing one, they, they want probably a little more, if you will. And uh, I don't think the Redskins were worried about taking advantage of us in any shape, form, or fashion. But uh, uh, no, we really felt like uh, we needed a pressure player. And you, you have to pay, pay premiums uh, for pressure players. The league pays a premium in terms of contracts. And certainly when we were moving up, we knew we uh, you know, were going to have to give a little more than we wanted to. But uh, felt like at the end of the day, to to move up to get what we felt was the last one on the board was uh, a big part of what we needed to be about going forward, DeMarcus would be. Now that you got DeMarcus done, can you just talk about what this roster is from the end of the season and what you've done to you know, take that next step? Uh, well, as Jerry said, we've got a plan. Uh, this day today is about DeMarcus and uh, what he's all about. But uh, we'll certainly, as I said, we'll continue to chop wood and work hard to uh, continue to keep this team together. We've done a hats off to the organization. We've done a great job of, of drafting good football players. And as you know, uh, we like to pay our own and uh, feel like that's the safest way to build a roster and then uh, do what we've done in the off season, which is fill in uh, efficiently uh, with free agency, with some trades. And we feel like we've put ourselves in a great place to draft well again uh, in terms of filling our needs through free agency and being able to uh, take the best player on the board. I feel like that's why we've had some very productive drafts uh, over the last eight to ten years. Steven, you said that he was not going to skip $20 million for anything last year. But he did show a lot of leadership with how he handled the franchise tag a year ago. Did, did that motivate you guys even more to, say, sell those leadership qualities yeah. to, to get a long-term deal done? That Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, De DeMarcus has demonstrated what you want to have uh, in a cornerstone player. Uh, certainly the way he played uh, is unbelievable and how hard he plays both run and pass. He's certainly versatile. He's not just a pressure player, which a lot of pressure players are. They don't uh, work on the run as hard as DeMarcus does. And I'd say he's also one of the best run players uh, in the league as well. Uh, and then, of course, class act on how he handled the franchise. He knew he had put, in, he had put one big year together and knew he'd probably uh, you know, have a better foundation to argue his points uh, if he put a second year back to back, which uh, he did and did in spades and uh, certainly set him up uh, for our negotiation. And then we had a great call. I think sometimes in these negotiations, it gets lost that you're really still on the same team. And uh, you feel like at times maybe it's a uh, uh, I'm sure players do. I know uh, if you don't watch out, you can in terms of having it be confrontational. And I think when we got on the call and he understood still the amount of respect uh, that we had for DeMarcus, whether it's the coaches, the players, ownership, 
the organization. And uh, I could feel from him, I told him that, how sincere he was and how bad he wanted to get this contract done. And uh, at the same time, uh, he was a man and said, said my issues were not his, uh, which he's so correct. And uh, I admitted that was the case. Uh, you know, me having to deal with how we fit everything under the cap is important. Uh, but it's certainly not DeMarcus's issue. It's not Dak's issue. It's not Amari's issue. That's uh, Jerry and I and Todd and Adam and uh, our organization to figure that out. But uh, anyway, overall, you know, DeMarcus has always handled himself well. and. Uh, he's just uh, done a great job, and that's why he's sitting here today as the highest-paid player in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. Jason, pass rushers like to get sacks, but it, it seems from what little I know, what you guys have taught me, that he's also very unselfish, that, that rarely did you see him out of position, freelancing, doing things on his own to try and make his own plays. Unusual in a contract year, despite how much money he was making last year, was still a contract year. Yeah, you know, to me, it starts with run and pass. I thought Steven expressed this really well, that he's a really good run defender, arguably as good a run defender at his position as there is in the National Football League, someone who takes great pride in that. We take great pride in that as a defense. And so he never regarded himself as, hey, I'm the specialist. I'm the pass rush guy. I'm going to get the sacks. You guys do the dirty work. He embraces the dirty work. He chases the ball down. He's great at the point of attack. And then the opportunity to rush, he does in a disciplined fashion. He goes and gets the quarterback, but within our scheme. And that gives him a great opportunity to make plays, but also uh, allow us to continue to be a disciplined defense. So he does it within the structure, within the confines, not afraid of the dirty work, and makes difference making plays for us. Marcus, where do you take the most pride in at this stage of your career, reaching your point, as far as what, reaching this point as far as what you've done on the field, and, and what sort of goals or what you see ahead for you and what you can do? Oh uh, yes, um, you know, I mean, the contract is a big accomplishment, but you know, my goals is still you know to have a gold jacket, so um, that's why I'm you know just so honored just to be a cowboy um, and be able to do it here. Um, I got. A lot of work to you know keep doing um like so i'm just i'm just i'm in my moments right now so y'all gotta excuse me like this is very special to me um but like it's like i just gotta keep building you know just keep building on my resume and um you never know they might give me a third contract or something so <laughs> like next jason witten oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes sir yes sir i know you said you hadn't really had a chance to take your stock and everything but just your mom and dad are here, you know, growing up watching them and uh -huh. work and, and put food on the table for you. Just talk about, you know, the money you're making, put that in contrast to mm -hmm. growing up and, and what they did to help you get here. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, just to see my parents, you know, struggling, you know, help me, you know, through college, you know what I'm saying, through high school, through, through everything. Uh, it's just truly amazing. And, you know, it's a testament of um, how I want to, you know, be able to be there for my, you know, kids um, as they grow. Um, so, like I said, you know, I get them the most respect and, you know, the most thanks because they they really laid this foundation for me. So, I, I got you. <laughs> what you gonna buy? I ain't in your business. <laughs> Thank you all very much. Thanks, guys. All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. There you go, man. Yes, sir. Well done.